This call is being recorded. Hello and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have today is our guest, Doug Stebbleton, who is the co-author of It's a Wonderful Time, a fresh look at the making of the movie in their new novel. Doug, are you there? I am here, yes. Well, thanks very much. I didn't, Thank you. I didn't butcher your last name, on. did I? Stableton? Uh, no, you, uh, you got it right. <clears throat> Stebbleton, yes, Stebbleton. That's right. Very good. Um, yeah, I was looking at through the papers, and you, you had a recent launch on the book. It's, uh, I think, the end of October. Yeah, the book came out uh, around, I think it was the 27th of, of October uh, on Amazon. And uh, it's been doing good so far. It's gotten some good reviews, and, and people are buying it. And um, I'm very excited about it. It's kind of a first, kind of a new venture for me being an author. Um, so it's it's kind of exciting, yeah. Well, I think that you're going to enjoy being an author. Um, yeah, just my you are own too. Person. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed it as well. At first, I didn't. Uh, yeah. But mine only mine took me 30 years to write. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm not too far behind you because I got this idea back in, uh, well, back in 93. So I'm 28 years. I'm close behind you. <laughs> so, but oh, I think it's all about timing, right? Sometimes it's just about the right timing when something gets done. So I think mm-hmm. that's more important that it gets done. And so uh, we both got it done. That's really neat. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Now, the title of your book is It's a Wonderful Time. It's a, uh, it's a first book in the Hollywood time travel series. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Well, the book is, um, is uh, ba- based off of uh, an original movie script that I wrote back in 2005. And uh, the, the title, It's a Wonderful Time, is basically a takeoff of the film It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed and directed by Frank Capra. And uh, that happens to be my favorite film. So... Um, I, I, I had written the script kind of an, an, an homage to the movie, which uh, the book is 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 a novel now. It's a little longer, but it's the same thing. It's the same story from the script, and uh, just yeah, I loved always loved that movie and uh, with the premise of a guy uh, going underneath this uh, pedestrian walkway in uh, in right outside of Hollywood on the 101 freeway, and he comes up on the other side. Uh, you know, present day, but he comes up on the other side, and it's 1940s Hollywood. He goes through a time warp in the middle of the of the pedestrian walkway underneath the freeway, and um, I picked the 1940s Hollywood, and I didn't really have a specific year, but after I kind of write it, wrote it down and started thinking about it, I decided uh, I would make it 1946 Hollywood because that's the uh, year that they produced the movie It's a Wonderful Life uh, during the summer of uh, that year, and also uh, I thought it would be interesting because it was a year right after World War II ended in May of uh, 45, and so that's kind of the premise of it, and uh, the guy, uh, his name is Evan, the main character, goes back, and he gets to actually, he meets Jimmy Stewart through some circumstances, and through him he ends up getting a job as an assistant director on the actual film it's wonderful life so it's a really fun uh, kind of time travel uh, you know historic fiction time travel book slash story and it's uh 
the way the best way I describe it when people ask what it's about, I just say uh, Back to the Future meets it's uh, Back to the Future meets Midnight in Paris on the set of It's a Wonderful Life. So that that's kind of the background. <laughs> that's a pretty good description. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. Yeah, when I when I say Midnight in Paris, I think most people know that, but if they don't, that's referring to Woody Allen's movie uh, Midnight in Paris that was done maybe about ten years ago with uh, mm-hmm. oh gosh, what's his name? He's a fellow Texan like yourself. Uh, um, uh, I can't remember his name, but he uh, he's in tech, he's in Paris and he goes back to twenty back to the nineteen twenties. He's a writer. Uh, Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson, yeah, and it was a really good movie. I think it won the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, so that's the movie I'm talking about. It's it's a combination of uh, yeah, Back to the Future, Midnight in Paris, on the set mm-hmm. of It's a Wonderful Life. Right. Now, how much how much Wonderful Life is there in the wonderful in Hollywood time? Is it <laughs> well? Um... The, the whole oh, the whole premise, yeah, the whole premise of the story is this guy Evan is a, a, a modern day uh, in Hollywood, lives in Hollywood. He's a movie trailer ed- editor. Uh, works on Raleigh Studios a lot, and uh, you know the first maybe three or four chapters deals with that, and then he goes through the time warp, and most of the movie takes uh, not movie, I'm sorry, most of the book takes place uh, in 1946 while the movie It's More Life is being made. So it's definitely the main focus because he's trying to save the movie. He finds some bastardized 16 millimeter. Uh, films uh, that were shot, and he got uh, his his crooked boss uh, got them from a time capsule. They were robbed at the band's Chinese theater, and so Evan, uh, his conscience, uh, you know, get, gets the best of him, and he says, "These this can never be seen," and so so he takes him from his boss, and that's how he ends up going back into time, and he gets to help make make sure that the movie didn't get made that way. So the movie that we know today was because Evan was back there during that time of the making of it. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. Now, so I know we, big, we, yeah, the big part. Yeah. The, we, I mean, this one of life is a big part of the book, definitely. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I um, had, I told you yesterday when we were talking about yeah that I had that I had already set the recording to watch the the movie. It's yeah. The, uh, it's <laughs> which was amazing to me. It's one yep. of these those things that pops up because it needs to be popped up. Yeah. For me, anyway. And uh, and we watched it all last night. Really? Oh, great. We did. It was and how was, how was it seeing it? I'm sure you've seen it a few times, but uh, as a, it's, still, it's still fresh, huh? Because it's such an it's amazing still, movie. It's still fresh. You can't, you, you still can't keep your chest and your stomach from pounding you know, from certain times. Just, you know, yes. the emotions are high, you know. Uh, That's even, right. biting, even biting your tongue doesn't work. It's uh, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's a great movie. I haven't watched it yet this year. I'm actually going to Montana for my my Christmas vacation, and I'm debating if I should hold off till I get back to get back on the 20th when I'm with my family because it's definitely a family kind of film that you want to watch. So I'm uh, I think I'm going to hold off for another couple weeks, but I definitely am going to watch it this year. It's good. It doesn't really matter where, when or where. No, it doesn't. It's it just, doesn't. No, that's good. Yeah. 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 One of the, the uh, I was reading where the uh, uh, the, the actors in here, of course, uh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. And it was the um, it's the comment here is that it's the same true of Donna Reed's character. Um, is that somebody in the in the new book? A character <clears throat> such as that. Oh. 
excuse me. Um, I think what you if I got your your question right, you're saying is there any anybody in in my book that is similar to Donna Reed? And the answer would be uh, yes, not exactly, but uh, there's uh, the love interest in the in the book. Her name is Dorothy, Dorothy Page, and she's a young girl, 23 years old. She works at a diner out in Encino and uh, putting her way through a community college, learning business classes, and she had lost her husband in, in, in the war, you know, and she's got a little little boy, and she's a widow, which unfortunately happened a lot, you know, uh, during World War II. A lot of these, uh, the husbands didn't come back, and... So she, but she's an all-American kind of girl. You just, she's a great. I've had a lot of people tell me how much they loved her character, and I guess she would, yeah, she would kind of be like uh, Donna Reed's character a little, because Donna Reed was that, you know, an Iowa farm girl, and she was just so lovable and just did such a great job, you know, in the movie as Jimmy's, uh, Jimmy Stewart's or wife or George Bailey's wife. So yeah, that's that, that's kind of uh, wasn't she wasn't modeled exactly after her, but there's very there's s- some similarities there for sure. Mm-hmm. In her personality, yeah, I think I think that's a good move. Yeah, um, and they, and the comment they they made regarding that Donna Reed was, uh, and of course this person in, in Page, it's completely endearing. She's completely endearing. She is, yeah. She was. Um, she had a contract with MGM, uh, and they uh, they loaned her out for that film. Uh, uh, Capra was originally going to try to get Gene Arthur, who he had, you know, done some done some movies with back in the 30s. Uh, I think Gene Arthur was, you know, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with, with Jimmy Stewart. Uh, but she was, you know, getting a little older. You know, that was about uh, seven, eight years after Mr. Smith. So, but she didn't want to do it. She wanted to uh, do something, uh, do a play or something in in New York. And I'm glad that she made that choice because uh, Donna Reed. It's hard to imagine somebody else playing that part. And uh, Donna Reed was much younger. So, yeah, I think that was mm-hmm. a great, a great casting call by uh, by Capra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and from what I read, everybody loved her. She was just she was she was that person on the set in real life. Just a, a nice real nice person well if you can make these your characters come to life like the the ones in um wonderful life you're going to have a, a, a big big time success with your book well thanks yeah um you know and, and as you know writing books is like uh in, in this case this is a series so man i'm just uh hoping reinhardt and i can uh uh, you know, do on this book number two, which we're going to start in, in you know, that right at the start of the year in January, right after the holidays. Uh, we got to start. I'm doing research right now, reading some other books for the period, time period we're going to be in. But yeah, that's the tough part is trying to you know match the bar of your of your last book, uh, make it the, at least as good or better. So uh, I'm kind of biting my lip, like you said, <laughs> hoping we can do it. But we're going to try. Uh, yeah, I think we have a good concept. So we just we, yeah, we're going to do our best to. Uh, to keep uh, hopefully the readers happy uh, with with more more books uh, in the series. Well, it's 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 quite possible that once you guys begin, that you might end up um, writing more than one book at a time. Well, it's possible. You know, there's some people you probably know about this, and I don't know how it's I don't know how they do it. But there's some of these these authors. Like, so this is very new to me. I mean, I've been in the entertainment industry for 35 years, so I'm I, I my wheelhouse is producing. That's what I'm what I'm really good at making things happen mm-hmm. and producing. But uh, being an author is is very new to me, and and also with with Reinhardt, this is our first book, a novel, but he's written a lot of screenplays. I've only written one screenplay. But there's some of these people that are putting out two, three 
four books a year, and I'm thinking, how on earth could they do that? I guess if that's all they did, but I, I'm actually busy doing other things, as is Reinhardt. So I don't know. Uh, I, I, for us, I think uh, we'll be lucky if we can get one a year, one every year and a half or so. But um, some people can actually right. do that many, and, man, more power to them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have yep. uh, some friends that, that often do that. They start off in one direction, and then another one presents itself. Yeah. And then when it presents itself, it then probably produces something else. And you have to really keep your... Uh, yeah. Yeah, in this case, you know, uh, it's a series, but but uh, you could always take a, a character, you know. I, as I'm, and I, this is something that I didn't figure out myself. I was just doing in research and learning from other authors. And um, there's a guy named Nathan Van Koops who writes time travel books, and he's pretty successful at it. He lives out in Florida. So I've been kind of listening to him and reading some articles and podcasts that he's been in. He was saying, you know, you can always... Take uh, take a character from your your main one of your main books and you know write a little novella short story about just them more of their backstory and stuff and I thought oh that's interesting that's always another route to go not a whole novel but maybe just a short story or or something a little longer so there's a lot of options yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself when you're writing? Do you also um, cross the line if there is a line? And start doing some some screenplay already. Um, well, ask that question again because I'm not sure exactly how how you, what you asked me. Sorry. Well, you've you've got a novel. Yeah. And and every novel can't be a screenplay. Right. Because there's there's a difference in the writing. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm after. That part. So. Gotcha. You, you yeah, can well, do both. Yeah, in this case, like I said, this is kind of the opposite of the way it usually happens. People usually write books and they hope that they get made into a movie, you know, into a movie, right? So, but in my case, I never had the idea of reading, writing a book. I, I, I had came up with the idea, wrote an outline, and then I made it into a script in 2005, hoping it would become a movie. Um, I ended up getting a big movie producer on board. His name was Doug Claiborne, who did you know the first Fast and Furious movie and Mask of Zorro. And I had just started producing movies, and I said, "Hey, Doug, I need a mentor, a co-producer that you know, has been, you know, been has made some movies before." And he said, "Well, send me the script." And so he, I sent it to him, and he. Uh, his reader coverage was really, really good. I, I had to read it twice because I wasn't sure if it was about my, my script because it was so good, and I found out it was actually for my script. And so mm -hmm. um, so, so I, I, I had tried to get it made as a movie, and we got it around a few people, but uh, we got passes on it, uh, not because it was bad, but just we always got good feedback, saying really good script, good story, very unique, but not what we're looking for. So um, after, uh, you know, after... You know, a few years of that, I, I realized, you know, maybe it might not get that made, but I could take that story and make it into 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 a, a, a book, a novel, and that's what I did. So um, I haven't really, to be honest with you, I haven't thought about writing any scripts lately. I've been just focusing on getting this book out, which has been quite a bear to to learn this this process. So, um, but I have, but through the process, I have thought about this. Um, I was thinking, wow, how many other movie scripts out there? that are like mine that are that are really good but just haven't haven't been made yet and maybe will never get made but they're great stories so um it might be something where i might be able to uh you know uh take other people's uh 
scripts and 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 make them in not made not necessarily me being the writer but getting that and and maybe bringing in writers and, and getting more books out from original ideas like that and i think that's something to think about or even just encourage people that are in the same situation that i was in is you might have a script and maybe hey consider taking that script uh, that might never get made, or it might, but take that script and write it into a, uh, elongate it into a novel and and get mm-hmm. it out there, and at least you can get the story out there. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Man, this is such a cool story, uh, time travel story. You know, some people may never never see it as a movie. So, but making a book, you know, the movie that I was going to do was going to be around a twenty to twenty five million dollar film, which is a lot of money, and it would be you know independent film. So. Uh, but uh, you know, to do the book, I mean, it's cost me about fifteen thousand dollars. Not not that much money, you know. To, you got to you know deal with copy editors and paying people and proofreaders and marketing. It, it adds up. But boy, it's not even close to twenty million dollars. So I would encourage people if you're in that you know if you have a movie script and you're a screenwriter, that's something to consider, and it's another avenue uh, to to get your story out. And who knows, get the story out, and maybe somebody uh, likes your your book. And wants to make it into a movie and you can say hey, i already have the script done in, in my case i already have a script done too so that's uh that's my answer i guess that's great that's a great answer um, yeah great it, thanks it reminds me of um gosh um jack canfield's chicken chicken soup books oh yeah yeah he did the same tw- same thing is, it, is that what he thing. did with those oh gotcha he did yeah chicken soup books and they're, wow. they're not large just small um but but he found authors everywhere uh, that were were just you know itching to have something like that that they could produce, and then he would yeah. take it and, and and kind of massage it and reach an agreement with as a co-author again. Yeah, um, so there's a, there's an avenue for you. Yeah, no, and not just for me. Anybody could do that, you know. Uh, if you if you have a little little uh, 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 idea how things work in the book publishing world, which I'm learning right now. But it's certainly doable, and um, yeah, I bet you there's a lot of movie scripts out there that need a home like that. <laughs> of course, of course. Now only only a certain percentage of movie scripts get made every year, anyway. You know, so it's it's a tough market to to get a movie. It is made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is. It, it's is you know, one of the things that I bumped into hard was uh, my lack of think my lack of, of planned marketing uh, for my book and now I'm reading as much as I can because I'm also going working on a sequel oh great and, and in that process it, um, it it comes to open up others opportunity mm-hmm. um, I mean, my book's name as I was telling you it's it's embracing the abyss and yeah. uh, I had thought about um, changing that to a smaller book, and it would be embracing your abyss yeah. for for the disabled, for the divorced, for the mm. addicted. You could almost uh, capture your or, or, and fire away on the audience that you want to use. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, there's a lot, unfortunately, a lot of a lot of different avenues for that title <laughs> well you may find you know you may find uh hungry authors that are out there that are willing to to work for um for not much yeah so my uh 
my situation though was I'm I'm going back now and I'm looking at, of course you've probably got uh, publicity people that are they're working your book along. I um I am just now looking at what Amazon is now representing what they're doing in yeah. terms of how to promote your book. Yeah, they have some good they have some good uh, uh, things to do uh, through there. But yeah, it is uh, there is so much to learn. But I I, I have a friend who's writing a book and he does, he doesn't have a lot of resources, um, you know, to uh, to get it out there and market and stuff. And I just said, man, I said you really I had to give him a reality check. I said, you know, writing the book is just the first phase, just getting the book done and and getting it. And I said, you know, you, I had a friend of mine uh, who who put out a book uh, and 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 it did really well, uh, but he. He got start. He didn't get a copy edited. He put it. He did it. Edited it himself. He wrote it. And edited it himself. Put it out on Amazon. And he started getting, uh, you know, got some good reviews. But he started getting reviews saying, "Hey, you know, this is a really good story, but you should take the time to get this copy edited." He started getting bad reviews because of that. So he pulled it, and he spent the money to get a copy editor. And he put it back up and started getting really good reviews, and he got less, didn't get that stuff anymore uh, from the, you know, the people that that real readers they want to read. You don't want to, I, you know, I don't. I'm not great with grammar, but I don't like reading books where I can where I can spot you know misspelled words and this and that. So uh, mm-hmm. that that kind of stuff is really important. And some people think, well, I'll just skip that. You know, uh, the lady that I had um, uh, uh, hired, her name was uh, Andrea Van Rijk, and she did a great job. And she charged me to do the copy editing. It took about three three weeks. My book was about eighty five thousand word count, and she charged me a penny a word, so about eight hundred fifty dollars. And it's a lot of money, but you know, when you're going to put something out. You really want to make. You really want to take the time to get a professional, a professional and fresh eyes. You know, when we write these things, we read them so many times. You just, it's, you're bound to miss things. Yes. So you need. We need fresh eyes. And then a proofreader did proofread what she did. She spent a week on that. She was a little less money. She was like point eight cents, point zero eight cents. <laughs> Excuse me. And. Um, those are things people do shortcuts on, and I would really say don't do the shortcuts. You're going to end up having to redo it again, or you're going to come out with you're going to just you know step your first step out is not going to be good. But my point is that's the first phase, just getting the book done, and then as you said, mm-hmm. and then there's this whole marketing phase, and I'm trying to right now learn how to about uh, you know Amazon ads. I've been watching videos like you, and I'm trying to get that done. I even started those. I've been doing some stuff with. Um, you know some of these discount uh, discount places. I had one that came out today on Book Barbarian. I don't, you know, I don't, these are all new things to me. I'm just trying to. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So uh, let's see. These are pl- places people can consider if they're authors. You know, uh, uh, let's see. A, a Book Adrenaline, um, uh, E-Reader News, uh, E-Reader IQ, uh, Barbarian.com, and Robin Reads. These are places where you can uh, take your ebook. Uh, my ebook, the price was two ninety nine, and what you do is you go to these places and they're not that expensive. Some are $20. You put an ad, you know, $20, $30, whatever, and you uh, bring your, your you, you make your book a discount for them for $0.99. Cents. And so those are specials. So people are going to those websites looking for those specials. And when I've done it, I certainly see, uh, you know, you see a big spike uh, in your sales that day, especially with eBooks. So mm-hmm. I've been doing that. Uh, that doesn't cost thousands of dollars. You can do that, you know, for, uh, you know, $20 here, $30 here, $50 there. But uh, these are the things that you have to constantly do, and I've only had my book out for two months, and I'm going to be doing right. this all next year. And, right. and I know as soon as you give up, as soon as you 
start not putting the 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 the, uh, the time into it, you start seeing the sales and the momentum going down. So it's a uh, it's something that we have to keep doing the marketing side. You know, it's it's really important. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, in your go ahead, if you got it. Oh well, oh, well, I was just going to say one thing to finish what I was talking about. My friend, I was just saying, hey, listen, getting the book done is awesome, but then there's this whole other part. And I said, what happens is people uh, don't realize, like uh, you, you know, we send it out to our friends. You know, you, 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 how many your friends and family, right? So you make a list of all those people. Let's say, uh, let's say you have a hundred people. Okay, well, after you get those hundred people and you send it to email and and uh, twenty percent buy it, you got you sold twenty books. Then what? Right? Who else can you reach out to? You know, I had I had a list of uh, uh, I, I, fortunately I know a lot of people, so I had a, a list of uh, like 600 people that I had uh, reached out to, and um, I got good response, but not all of them about the book. But after that, I had a whole, I had to deal with people that I didn't know, and so what? After if you only deal with 100 people or 200 people. Uh, you're gonna you, you have to figure out what happens after that because it'll just die a slow death and there's millions of books for people to to pick from right so how does my book stand how am I going to make my book stand above the other ones out there uh, having a, a great book cover is really important I mean I've done my research and everybody says that so there's just so much stuff learned so who, if you are an author man do your research find out what other genres what genre, whatever your genre is two or three genres that are similar to yours find out what 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 the, what the best sellers are look at their book covers whatever they're doing their, their book covers are probably a reason they're selling uh learn from the best and uh and apply that stuff otherwise your book will just uh not get seen at all well you have a great book cover you just well thank you it just, just it's like a magnet you, know, you want you want to know more about it and that's what uh, that's what you're trying to achieve um, yes. Tell our tell our audience now where they can find the book, where, the, oh, where they can buy it. Well, the uh, there's a website called HollywoodTimeTravel.com. Very simple uh, website name, HollywoodTimeTravel.com. And on there, you know, you can read the synopsis of the book series, what book one is about. Uh, the name of the book is It's a Wonderful Time. That's the first book. And uh, on there, there's a book trailer. There's the synopsis. There's pictures of uh, from the people that were in the movie. Uh, Henry Fonda uh, has a little a little cameo in the in the in the movie. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, not in the movie, in the book. Um, definitely deals with Hollywood parties and different things, and you kind of get to live the life of of, of uh, this through this guy Evan, uh, who's actually gets to be there. And so uh, all that's on the, uh, the 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 website HollywoodTimeTravel.com, and and there's various places where you can click a link and it'll take you to Amazon to buy the book. Uh, the the uh, the ebook is two ninety nine. Uh, actually, unless it's on discount, so just check. But usually it's two ninety nine, which is definitely less than a cup of coffee. And then the uh, the the uh, soft cover book is seventeen ninety nine. And uh, those are the main places that you can buy right now is Amazon. It will be in a couple of weeks be made available on Barnes and Noble and independent bookstores. But uh, yeah, so you can go right to Amazon and buy it or Hollywood Time Travel dot com and that'll take you there well i want to thank you again doug for being our uh, guest today um, well thank you yeah thanks for the happy invite time i appreciate for you and uh, I, yeah i appreciate you reaching out to me and uh, the and for the opportunity to come on your show and i want to thank my listeners for tuning in to searching for integrity and uh, so long and happy trails to all <laughs>